so how we are here we are for another episode of that weird ass game and today we're talking about conquer's bad for a day <laughs> <laughs> a game that has not aged very well no no it's um yeah i play i played through the live and reloaded version not the bad fur day version from the N64 because that means I have to buy a new N64 and I'm not trolling eBay for a $600 console. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. The and it's originally it was going to be called Live and Uncut because they were going to just translate everything from the N64 to the Xbox and just leave it as is. And then Microsoft made them make this. Huh. So there's changes to dialogue, there's changes to some of the graphic content, they actually censor some things. So, yeah. Not very much in the spirit of the game. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. Conquer's a weird character because it started out with um, it was was it Banjo Kazooie, I believe, where he started something like that, or it was um, uh, no, it was it was um, Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy, that's it. Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing yeah. launched Banjo and Conquer. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, somehow became his own character, got his own games. They've done they bring him back every now and again yeah. for various games. They tried doing another one recently and. I don't know if it ever got off the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those, it's one of those little kind of like pathetic characters where they do a new one every now and again. It's like trying to make a mascot out of something that's not that interesting. It, it's one of those like Deadpool syndrome things where when when a when a company has an IP that is hard to brand. Yeah. Harley Quinn, Deadpool, yeah. Conquer. What they do is try to go meta, fourth wall breaking. Just yeah. let, let creative people run wild with it. The character knows he's in the game. Exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole premise of the game is that you've been out on a long night of drinking as Conquer. Yeah. And now he's trying to find his way home, and it's about his trials and tribulations of getting home after and trying to deal with a hangover. Right. It's uh, it's filthy. It's disgusting. It's it's juvenile in many ways. It's filled with, it's filled with lots of poop. Filled with toilet humor, literal toilet humor. There's an actual poop character. There's a poop monster in the game. <laughs> lots of big boob jokes. Yep. Lots of uh, lots of huge huge testicle jokes. It's it, the comedy has not aged well. Subtlety goes a long way, uh, but unfortunately, this was not uh, right. not a subtle game. You can tell that. Um I mean, it's meant to be ironic. It's yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. it's a cute, cute, cute character, but it's got this filthy content in it. It's like, it's kind of, it was novel at the time, but it hasn't aged very well now. I think that's as far as the meaning to the game got. Yeah. You know, they didn't get to, the, like, with Deadpool, the 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 overarching thing is, like, he can break the fourth wall. He's kind yeah. of metatextual. But then the underarching thing is he's just like all these other superheroes. He just doesn't really want to admit it. Yeah. He's got the same backstories. He's out for revenge. His girlfriend yeah. dies. Fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah. The, the backstory is not that interesting compared exactly. to everything else. Yeah. Right. Conquer got as far as, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, like, Mickey Mouse made poop jokes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And... It, uh, Playing through this game again was uh, kind of a challenge because the gameplay has not aged very well. Either. It is it is so slow. Yeah, I actually almost fell asleep playing it one time because I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so bored." It's just it's very boring a lot of the time. You're just kind of wandering around. It's really flat. Very flat. It's it's because <laughs> what came out around the same time as this was Mario 64. Yeah, and in that game, it's a hub world, and you have all these branching paths. You can go out and try all these different worlds at your own leisure. But this one, there isn't really a hub world. You're just kind of going from point to point, and you're never really given any guidance about right. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're just kind of figuring it out as you go, and that's where all the problems start. I the I, jumping feels floaty. <laughs> the the hitting hit detection doesn't feel very strong. Right. Combat is kind of weak. 
the only thing that really game really has going for it is the fact that oh it's cutesy and it's fun but it's got filthy humor in it yeah but beyond that the gameplay is kind of terrible right this this was a time product in, of its time oh for sure this is this is a time in gaming that I'm apprehensive of revisiting because the switch right now is cranking out remasters yeah and we saw it with Crash Bandicoot, and yeah. everyone forgot how fucking broken those games are. You don't run to the screen. You can't see what's in front of you. Yeah. Those games are not very good. Uh, I, I redownloaded the Spyro trilogy. I never played the Spyro games those as a games, kid. Those games hold up. They're okay. They're for kids. They're, they're, it's all, like, collect-a-thon. Like it is they're collect-a-thons. Big, open collect-a-thons. Yeah. That's, that's where the collect-a-thon concept, I think, started, was right. with the Spyro games. Like, yeah. go around, collect all these jewels, collect all these characters, and that's the entirety of the game. Right. And you do it, they just do it the same thing in every single game. Yeah. That's what the Assassin's Creed game is. It's what the Grand Theft Auto games kind of are. It's like yeah. collect-a-thons. Just collect all this crap, and then right. you finish the game. Yeah. The, the... It's kind of a shortcut for gameplay, is that you wrap a story within a big world. You build the world, and then you wrap the story within it. Yeah. That way you don't have to worry about, like, you know, you know, laying out intricately detailed environments. You just kind of play around within the environment. Yeah. Problem is that that really screws up the pacing. Oh, for pa- sure. Like, Grand Theft Auto V, like, it completely screws up all the pacing of the story because you can go anywhere you want right from the get-go. You can right. go into the desert at the beginning of the game if you yeah. want to. You, uh, and the the fact that they don't let the the player characters be on the map in Grand Theft Auto Five, like you can't just go kill Michael yeah. at the beginning when you start off, and yeah. like I like that version. Like Skyrim at least lets you break the yeah. game by saying, "Oh, I killed an important character. Now you can't do this mission." Yeah, they, there was a funny uh, gag I saw. Somebody recorded some video footage of um one of the AI after finishing a mission with uh, Franklin and you get out of the, ca- the car and then Franklin gets in the car to drive away and he drives over to a gas station and hits hits the wall by accident <laughs> the AI didn't realize the detection in front of him was going into one of the gas pumps and then he runs into the gas pumps and then Franklin dies <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant video on YouTube oh, oh yeah I've laughed so many times watching it I can't tell you how many times I shot Lamar after a mission just <laughs> like <laughs> And then he's like, "I'm in the hospital now." Like oh, he, he survived. I mean, it's game logic, I guess. Yeah, you survive shit and just end up in the hospital. Yeah, um, yeah. Conquer, boy. I I wish there was something deeper here. There really isn't. It's a very surface level game. Even even going into the history, like looking into what it was like making the game. Yeah, a lot of it was like, "Oh, what if?" Yeah, and th- I, I can you can see that there is a sharp divide. In the production of this game. Oh, yeah. The first half of the game, standard platformer. Yep. Standard platformer with, you know, really sick jokes in it. The moment you get into Dracula, that's where the game becomes something totally different. It's yeah. like somebody else took over direction of the game. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you get, uh, what was all the stuff I saw referenced in the game? I wrote these down. Uh, you see references to Dracula. You be- you basically play as Van Helsing. Yeah. At that point. Then you get the Saving Private Ryan sequence. Then you get the Matrix. There's references to Star Wars, Alien, and Scarface. Yeah. It's like all of this random crap is all the tail end of the game. And all the marketing for the game showed like the Saving Private Ryan sequence. It showed the Matrix sequence. That's not till the last like fourth of the game. Yeah. The first like quarter, you know, first like three quarters of the game is just a standard platformer. Right. Which is why I think a lot of people look back on this with rose-colored glasses, like, oh, that was so fun. You mean you really like the part of the game where he goes into saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's nothing it's one of those things where it's like a jack of all trades master of none right because the moment you get into same ryan it's like oh there's like gunplay finally yeah but the gunplay isn't that good yeah then you get into the matrix and you have the gunplay and it's not that good you have the bullet time it's not that good <laughs> it's like it's it's all these random things but it doesn't do any of them particularly well right you know what this is mm. this is the movie movie equivalent of video games like epic movie or that is a good comparison it's those what are they called? Aaron Seltzer, what whatever those guys are. Those that pairing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That those two date movie. Th- those those cancerous tumors Ooh. of the of the of the film industry that take advantage of people. Yeah, yeah. that that whole that the whole thing. Yeah, uh, especially in that sequence because that's like you think it's going to go deeper, and then that sequence like, nah, we're just gonna. Also, good question: Is this parody or satire? I don't know. I mean, I, it's because it, like the Matrix came out like right around the same time as this. Yeah, Samuel Ryan came out like a year before this, you know, and the Live and Reloaded, you know, relaunched. I think back in two thousand four, mm-hmm. five, something like that. Yeah, it was around the time that I think they really were pushing back on like the release date. It got it got delayed a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I wish th- I wish there was deeper. I wish there was. I, I'd love. The plot changes like halfway through. It yeah. starts out with him being like going to try to get home because he's having a hangover, and then he gets involved in this massive war between teddy bears. Right. It's like what, what, it's like three different games shoved into one thing. Right. Yeah, it doesn't really have a direction to it. Well, because at the end of the day, what is the gameplay loop for? I have a hangover and I want to get home. Yeah. Without, uh, and I and I can see the logic of going. Well, what if we put him through different movie situations that yeah. are popular right now and like yeah. oh i get it a reference i think that like it seems like halfway through everyone got so bored with the game that they're just like fuck it just make yeah it, just make it the matrix like what and what do you lead it like the conclusion is you get home and go to bed like yeah. that's not a satisfying game ending yeah and then the after credit scene is him going back to the pub again he's to he start drinking and then he goes and has another hangover and <laughs> then he just walks away into the darkness right and i the only thing the game really has going for it is conquer himself yeah who, unfortunately, is a very mean-spirited character. He lets people die. He actively kills innocent people. He lets his girlfriend get killed, and he's just like, oh, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's he's a drunk. He's clearly probably has a drug addiction. It's like, you know, I mean, you know, to each their own, but he's also incredibly sexist, misogynistic, hate, oh, yeah. hate-filled. It's like, he doesn't have any kind of concern for anybody around him. He's very selfish. Yeah. It's like, he's a very, very poor character like even deadpool like he's self-reflexive but he active he doesn't actively try to injure innocent people <laughs> right yeah so it feels like uh the game has a very mean-spirited tone underneath all of the poop jokes this was a mean-spirited time in video games yeah like um postal came out i was about oh. to mention postal <laughs> that's probably one we could probably do on a future episode oh absolutely we're doing postal too postal oh. one is kind of like whatever but postal two is where it all kind of for sure yeah um, the oh, uh, what was it? Man, manslaughter or manhunter? Manhunt. Manhunt. Man, oh yes, that's um, that's ugh. that's very mean spirited. Yeah, because like, everybody's a serial killer in that game. Yeah, Every, everyone is a was a horrible person, and it's all it's basically about murder. Right. Like, the game is about making a snuff film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another game that like the and this is what this is the era that launched the our video games hurting the youth movement. Yeah. Uh, that it happened around this time, and like Conquer was the the marketable one, but there was yeah. a bunch of games that came. Like there was a, a game about school shootings. Oh yeah, immediately after Columbine. Yeah, I remember seeing that. 
like what a time to be making games who are these guys and what happened to you like you just lived through the 90s yeah you're good dude yeah but i mean clearly you know that clearly that didn't take that uh video games cause violence it's not really no <laughs> no they don't because like millions of people play games but it, like if you have like one or two or three individuals that cause violence and they maybe played video games it's not really a correlation right it doesn't correlate very well it's like right. maybe it was an accelerant to them but clearly they had other mental problems yeah the columbine kids they they had act they were known to have psychological problems right and they're and they were bullied in the school so that doesn't help <laughs> it doesn't like it, you know you feel bad for the columbine kids a little bit because like they were treated like shit yeah i'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not saying that what they did was okay i'm just saying not like, at all i'm just saying like i kind of get it yeah, I'm, and they and they are people like that seek out mean spirited things. Yes, it's it's not it's not a reflexive like mean spirited games exist for yeah. these people. Misery it is, loves company. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. they're seeking out this kind of stuff, yeah. and I think just looking back on this period because I went down a rabbit hole on this. I was like, what all was coming out at this time? What were these games like? And like we still have. You know, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. We, we have violent stuff now, but they're buried under like layers of of humor and satire. Like GTA Five is basically like a satire of American culture now. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. Even it's, it's always been that, but it's even more extreme in the fifth one, where it's like parody of oh, yeah. American culture, where like it has like you know American Idol shows up, and yeah. then you go and you beat out you beat up Laszlo, right? <laughs> who has like a who has like a horrible addiction to masturbation <laughs> it's like i can't quit jacking dude i jack it in traffic <laughs> it's just like the kind of ridiculous humor which works well in that game and it's funny oh, yeah it's yeah, funny yeah. it's yeah. like it's me- it's meant to be a joke but in this it's like it's just mean-spirited right. it's not very funny and the right. comedy in this game fell totally flat for me <sighs> there, it has not aged well it, it's it's humorous Two kids, yeah, which is what the target be, audience was. Which is weird because it's like it's it. I'm not sure who the audience really is because it's like it's 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 got a cutesy art style to it, but then it has like really sick, disgusting stuff in it. Right, it reminded me a lot of like uh, Peter Jackson's Meet the Feebles, <laughs> or um, uh, Felix the Cat, or Garbage Pail Kids. It, I, it, it reminds me of that where it's cutesy in some way, but it's also filthy at the same time. Uh, do you remember when Happy Time Murders came out? Yes, that was that was my segue into. Let me tell you about when Peter Jackson did this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Happy Time Murders fucking sucks. Oh my god, it's not funny. Ugh. It's not. The trailer was better than the movie. Speaking of things that are like the the, the joke is the like the presentation. Yep. They're puppets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so what? They're puppets doing filthy things. Okay, then we, what? No, that's it. That that's the joke. <laughs> That's like a six-second joke. Yeah, it's like he's a cute squirrel mascot, and he's gonna make poop and boob jokes. Yeah. Okay, then what? No, that's that's what we have. That's that's the joke. Yeah. Greenlight it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's also worth noting that at the time, Nintendo was not Harvey. Ma- <laughs> Are you Kitty. really doing that right now? The cat is I'm in. Sorry. The cat's in here. Stop. Go upstairs. There's a litter box on every floor. Sorry about that. It's okay. We can cut this out. Yes. The cat attacked. <laughs> the cat tried to pee. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and Nintendo was not making dark content. No. They refused to. Whenever I think um, when the Resident Evil franchise got adapted over, or got ported over to the Nintendo 64, they didn't give it the best translation. No. They cut some content. They kind of censored some things. And also the cutscenes were pixelated to hell. 
uh, because they just did not give a crap about the quality because they didn't push them very much. Well, there's also not, also, a, not a lot of space on a Nintendo cartridge. That's also a problem, is that <laughs> trying to downgrade to fit onto a Nintendo cartridge did not help. Right. They didn't even get into the uh, into making uh, discs until the GameCube. Oh, for sure. Which, while it was a great system, didn't didn't make much money. No. I got that for like 125 bucks. <laughs> I got that thing for fucking cheap. And I yeah. still have it. It still works. Nice. still works. Yeah. The um, So, I, I have a funny anecdotal history with conquer yeah um let me preface as i have to do on basically every podcast i do i come from a very religious background (laughs) (laughs) um very religious uh i i i didn't hear the f word until i was actually a teenager (laughs) that's how sheltered i was from it Mm. we had a box for our television that read closed captioning and would blank swear words out of movies and TV. Oh, jeez. Uh, it was called The Guardian. Nice. And so we could watch anything we wanted as long as the only thing wrong was swearing. <laughs> so, like, I saw Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you probably saw a censored version of Pulp Fiction? I saw a censored version of Pulp Fiction. So basically Fiction. 90% of the movie was excised. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, it, half the movie is blank for <laughs> audio because... It's, but, it's, it's, it's basically all swearing. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen... um? You ever watch the Big Lebowski and you've seen the TV edit? Oh. And, the, the, and and just like when John Goodman screams about, and he's smashing the car. Yeah. All of the dialogue that was written for him was written by the Coen brothers because they knew it was going to get censored for TV. So they, they intentionally wrote the worst dialogue possible yeah. just to fuck with the TV censors. I love that. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> I think that actually is on the Blu-ray edition of the film, the yeah. special edition. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. So I, I want to take <coughs> our audience back to a magical time in the world, which mm. is... The 1990s. <laughs> they sucked, by the way. We Remember just the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> we just didn't know they sucked. Yeah. Um, and there is a chain called Wonder Book and Video, which is basically dollar store blockbuster. Um, Wonder Book and Video was like a, it's a bookstore slash movie rental, and they had games. And uh, when I was very young, I saved up enough money to buy a Nintendo 64. Mm. Um, but I didn't have enough money for games because I bought up just enough for a console. <laughs> <laughs> so it's useless. <laughs> totally useless. And so I'd go to Wonderbook and I'd rent a game every weekend to play. And we got lulled into a sense of comfort because I'd rent things like Mario 64 and Donkey Kong Country and like games with very cartoonish covers. Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie. Um, these like very safe covers. And I'd show them to my parents and they'd initially look at the rating, and then they just looked at the cover, and it was, oh, well, it's a monkey game, or it's a bear game. Like, okay, cool. Um, and then they got Conquer. <laughs> they didn't know? They got Conquer at Wonderbook and Video, and I was like, oh, you play as a squirrel. That sounds like fun. I didn't know. Mm. Showed it to my mom. She was like, oh, you play as a squirrel. Cool. <laughs> Surprise! Um, I think I... I don't even know if I got to gameplay. <laughs> Because we had one television. So everybody was in the room watching. Everyone was in the room, and it was like, the we all got a half hour to play video games if we had read a book for a half hour. That was like mm. the, the trade-off, weird homeschool family rules. And I don't think I even got to gameplay. And it was like, <laughs> my mother knows exactly where the power button is on a Nintendo 64 because of that game. <laughs> she just, just like, junk. How could they sell this in a store? <laughs> And just because of that, 
the the like demonic force of conquer in my life <laughs> the story gets brought up every so often of like how how we were almost ruined by video games oh, anytime this like violence in video game conversation comes up my parents will be like you remember that time that you brought home that filthy game conquer <laughs> It's so weird. It's like the the content of that game is like so juvenile compared to what we see now. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so simple. Absolutely. I mean, it's like it's MTV. You have to force a cow to drink prune juice so that cow takes the giant shit. Right. Like that's one. Of, that's one of the puzzles of the game is making a cow poop. Right. Like that's that's your gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> like. It's kind of innocent in a way, but at the same time, like the subtext of it is pretty filthy. Y- you could, you could make an innocent version of Conquer. There is. There was a game that f- came out for the Xbox Store a couple of years ago. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was teen rated. It was oh. not. They took out all the filthy content. It okay. still had the same level of like kind of crass humor. Yeah. But it was nowhere near as filthy. I don't think you can purchase it anymore. But it was just for the the, the Xbox Store. Yeah. Um. I never played it. I saw some video of it and it was like, eh, it doesn't look really like it's for me. Yeah. I think it was, I was playing Mass Effect at the time. <laughs> yeah. And then they failed with that franchise. Ooh. <laughs> but we're not discussing Mass Effect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck that franchise. <laughs> Fuck that fucking franchise. That ending is terrible. H- how do you go from we need to re-release the ending for our third game to Andromeda. <laughs> like, and did, then they put the whole thing on ice. Did you learn nothing? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. God. If they ever do a film or TV version, they just have to change the whole ending because it's, it's just terrible. I, I. Everyone dies in the end. Suck it. It's so stupid. I'm getting to the point where, and it, it, it's fitting that Sonic's in theaters right now. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where I'm uninvested in the video game movie conversation. Yeah. Does it even need to happen? Like, why do we need films of video games when we have things like the new God of War, which is an interactive movie? Yeah, I just heard recently that there's a good, there's a uh, Netflix TV series in development called Chaos huh. that is basically just about the war between the gods of the, the Greek gods. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I I made the comment of oh they left out the R in the T. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, but I've always said like you know if you're gonna do God do God of War as a TV series or something like that yeah. because that new God of War that came out a few years ago it's fantastic yeah it's fantastic I was very apprehensive about it because they changed the entire gameplay but then I played it and I was like this is actually genuinely good yeah and it's universally acclaimed and maybe there's some control issues but overall I really liked it I think the series in general needed the update just like it, it really needed because all those games are basically the same oh. you just you walk into a room you slash 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 you move on to the next room. Whereas the new one is like there's a lot of puzzle solving, there's a deeper story. Right. The, car- the camera never leaves Kratos. It's yeah. always his story with his child. So right. it's it's a fresh fresh take. It needed to happen. So wh- and the director of that game is the guy that directed the second one, which is the best game. Yeah, God of War two. It's Corey Barlog. What what is the update for Conquer? How do you, like how do you make that? Like, do you do social commentary? Do you I, do? I don't know if you can even bother because I think the character of Conquer is just so poor it's it mean considering in recent news sonic is doing very well in theaters right right now. <laughs> i think that the sonic character was a response to mario sega needed, sega needed a mascot right for their console the genesis and that's what they did um but unfortunately the character of sonic not as interesting as mario no nowhere near it's like he's probably one of the more pathetic ma- mascots <laughs> because how many of those games are actually legitimately good 
Maybe the first two. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, depending on who you ask, I found out recently there is a rabid Sonic fan, va- san- oh, fan base. Oh, yeah, I know. But there's like 30 games in that franchise, but maybe like two or three are good. Oh, yeah. And that's the problem, is that you have a franchise that's built around a character that's meant to be the mascot for your system, but Sega doesn't produce systems anymore. Right. Sega doesn't make systems anymore, and they have a mascot for nothing. And the character isn't even that interesting. What's his gimmick? He's fast. Yeah. He has no goal. He's just kind of just, he's just fast. Yeah. Whereas Mario is like, he's trying to save the princess. There's a goal in mind. And he's right. a plumber. It's like the the blue collar guy rescuing the princess. There's a, there's a, there's a, you know, an interesting dynamic there. Yeah, a logical attachment. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with, with Sonic, there's nothing. And with Conquer, there's literally nothing. There is no character. Beyond, he's meant to be a self-reflexive uh, reaction to uh, pop culture commentary. Right. That's it. Do you remember the Sonic TV show? Where, I do. Where he was basically a Hong Kong activist I trying rem- to take I, down a totalitarian regime. I remember that. <laughs> and he had like, what, he's had like five friends or something like that, none of which are in any of the games. Right? Correct. Like, yeah. Yep, yep. Like none of those characters are in the game, except for like Tails. Yeah. 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 What a weird time. I remember the weird bourgeoisie character who's like British. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And I remember they played at like 6.30 in the morning on Saturdays, followed by Iron Man and Fantastic Four. <gasps> Remember those? I do. Yeah, those uh, was a good time. That uh, that '90s opening to Iron Man. Oh wh- yeah, what a what a opening to a so show. So great, and none of those suits ever showed up in the show. No. <laughs> oh, Hello, Kitty. Kitty's back. Oh, you gonna try to take a shit again? <laughs> Your litter box is right over there. <laughs> it, it's dinner time for her. It's, oh, it's okay. five p.m. Okay. <laughs> um. So, with Conquer. Yeah, it's it's a strange. It's a strange franchise because it's one of those things where they kind of dig it up every couple of years. Yeah. They dig, dig it up, it does okay, they bury it again. They dig it up, they do okay, they bury it again. Like it's, I don't know if you really even need a new version of this. And it, it's because, like I said, it's a product of its time. Yeah. Yeah. I I have an idea for a Conquer <laughs> game. What is it? Where Conquer's the villain. I'm okay with that because at the end of the first game, he becomes like the king of the kingdom. Right. Make yeah, have another character try to take him down. So so my my pitch goes as follows. Um it's it's in the vein of like Portal, where he's kind of an off screen villain through a lot of it. You're just listening to a lot of his monologues. Mm-hmm. And it's the 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 gameplay loop in, in my head is you're trying to escape from like a meta hell. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And the 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 arcing narrative for Conquer is he's getting me tooed, and he's <laughs> yes very upset about it. There you go. Yeah. That yeah, that's good. If you're gonna make a game, do do I mean like do a platforming puzzle game? I, he's an incel. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Have another character has a reaction to that. Like literally, my my thought is you're like seeing his social media throughout the game. <laughs> At, and like his interactions with it, and you see like his vlog style YouTube videos where, he, where he's screaming like the Joker guy who's yes. mad that it didn't win, and like that stuff. Yeah, just just do a full social commentary on like the breakdown of media and yeah. people who got very popular during the '90s and early 2000s for very shitty things. Yeah, and now it's if you're not evolving. Yeah, and now that's the reaction to it. That makes, yeah, yeah so I can see that. Yeah. And it, so I, I don't I, I didn't get as far as a title, but it, you know conquers bad decade. Yeah, <laughs> you know like just the the reactions to 
what characters like that do in the media. Me too with Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I can see that. <laughs> that would be hilarious to me, and it has a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a point to it. It actually has a little bit of substance to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and I wish there was a deeper thing we could talk about with the episode, but the game is so shallow. There's nothing to really talk about. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> I remember like, going back through this game, I'm just kind of like, wow, this is not as fun as I remembered it. Yeah. It really does not hold up at all. It, it, it's it's that... It, it really capitalizes, I think, on that, like, late-night giggle humor of you and your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you throw ha- it on when you're kind of drunk, and you got your friends around. Right. Yeah. Just the 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 uh, and, and that's something that doesn't exist anymore. Be, I think because of online gaming, but like yeah. split screen co op, playing Smash Brothers with a bunch yeah. of your friends. This was around the time at like uh, like uh, the Xbox was popular yeah. because of Halo. Yeah, you know. Th- oh, yeah. The reason the Xbox exists is because of Halo. Yeah, yeah. So you have like entire groups getting together to just play four player split screen. Yeah, you know, everyone just played Blood Gulch all the time. Yeah, yeah so it's like <laughs> all the time, and so you have this game but got multiplayer put into it with the reloaded version for uh multiplayer and i don't know whether the multiplayer succeeded or not but the gameplay is so poor and the controls are so bad right i don't understand why anybody would play the multiplayer it's like it's just not doesn't doesn't play well yeah the shooting doesn't feel very very efficient it, the the controls are sticky you never feel like you're actually attached to the ground you always feel like you're floating <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It just they had an idea for a game, and it went as far as what if the squirrel was pooping and swearing? Right. That's about it. There was um on Banjo Tooie, there was a multiplayer shooter version <laughs> that was like e- equally as like flat. It's like I think I remember this. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Here's a level you played. We're gonna kind of reorganize it to make it like a first person shooter, and you're shooting uh either birds or oh the I ginger. I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. It's kind of like I think a lot of it, and, and this is just uh, this is also like the switch from two uh, D platforming to three D, and like th- this was a very growing pains era yeah. in gaming. But I think a lot of it came down to can we do this, and can we like make a joke, yeah, and not what are we trying to say, yeah? Because what are you trying to say with Conquer? I. Mm. Uh, I'm hungover and I want to go home. <laughs> like it's not anti-establishment. It's not yeah. fuck the gaming industry for not letting games like this exist. Yeah, there's really <laughs> nothing to talk. About. There's no, there's no deeper meaning beyond what's on the surface. Yeah, yeah. just th- this is a game that exists as it yeah. is. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not going to discover or learn anything from it. Unfortunately, yeah. I've heard people say like you need to go back and play some older games in order to get perspective upon current day. Oh yeah, you could probably skip this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does not hold up. You know, um, if if you were to go back and and want to look at games like this for perspective, I think Psychonauts is the. Yeah, I thought about discussing that one. Yeah, um, but I remember I actually remember playing Psychonauts when it came out. I think that story wise and visually, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Gameplay wise, I actually was really bored. Yeah. I it was it just the gameplay is very standard. It's just like it's got an interesting color palette to it, and you go inside people's minds, but. It never feels like it's anything other than a standard platformer. Yeah. You you collect things within an environment. You beat up bad guys, you know, like a standard platformer. It's just that the visual palette is different. Yeah. I, it just didn't really do anything for me. Also, I, everyone says Psychonauts is really funny. I didn't laugh. Mm. I didn't find it very funny. I don't know. Maybe I just have a really dark sense of humor. Yeah. But for me, just like, like Postal 2 makes me laugh. That sounds <laughs> shitty. But like something like that, where like you can literally piss on yourself to put the fire out. Yeah, like that is stupid. But it's so 
self, uh, it's so self-effacing the entire time that it made sure. me laugh. We're, we have Grand to. Theft Auto Five makes me laugh. That's funny. Yeah. We have to do an episode about video games with pissing mechanics because then, <laughs> then we can go the, back Conquer to Death Stranding. Conquer has that too. You piss on the little fire demons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Death Stranding has a piss, pissing mechanic. <laughs> yeah. And when you use it, uh, it makes little mushrooms and it gives you the the cryptobytes, yeah. the little health files, yeah. which I never used even once. <laughs> there's, like, there's no enemies besides the mules in that game. Right. Yeah. It's almost impossible to take damage. Yeah. Um, like I said, night in the other review, it's like you need to have more stuff in the game. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is. I. There's talk on the internet of them porting this to the Switch, and I'm like, you don't need to. I. Yeah. It, it would not get that many, that much of a reception. It no. would, if anything, like the Xbox version was not received very well. Right. It was not received very well because it's, it did the game mechanics did not get updated. Right. It did not evolve it was the same stuff from the n64 it just got yeah. a graphical upgrade and if anything it was actually cut down because there's a censorship in, in there as well right there was stuff that was cut so you're gonna probably get stuff you're probably gonna get more stuff cut and also the gameplay is incredibly archaic it's <laughs> like like yeah, the original mario still holds up because it's very simple you jump and you run. Yeah. That there's nothing else to it. Like that's simple. That's efficient. Well, and but it's, with it's, with Conquer, it's like you're going up against like other big platformers. Like yeah. Ray, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter were coming around the coming coming out around the same time. That was the comparison. Right. And so now you have this other platformer from like the 1990s, the late 90s, and you're trying to go up against those guys. Right. Doesn't quite hold up. If they can do it way better, and you didn't follow suit, there's a problem. Well, and they all they all took the time to. <clears throat> think about the gameplay like Ratchet and Clank it's all circles right every level is yep, a circle every level is a circle circuitous environments right but that works to its <laughs> advantage of oh, okay I know I'm done because I'm back where I started yeah I'm and if anything it gives you a, gives you like that sense of closure literally closure right. because the point of the game is it's also a collect-a-thon you go around you collect all the bolts you collect all the hidden hidden collectibles right and that's that's basically the game the story is kind of secondary to that and then they at the end now that you have all the gadgets you can go back through a second time and yeah. get a second gameplay loop yeah to get to places you couldn't before yeah early days of new game plus yeah yeah i i call i call games like conquer games like spyro games like the original n64 donkey kong country uh terranium games yeah they're big they're flat they're open if upgrade the graphics all day long they're still going to be like just too vast and wide <laughs> and like you're in the you're in a desert regardless yeah. of your situation because there's so much space between you and a wall yeah there's <laughs> like nothing in the environment there's right. nothing there right yeah and that's Something like Shadow of the Colossus, which we should probably also discuss at some point. Oh, please. Like Shadow of the Colossus, that's intentionally meant to have nothing. Right. That's intentionally meant to be there's nothing in the environment. It's a closed off community. They're capitalizing. The, on they're it, capitalizing yeah. upon the fact that it's desolate. Right. It is a desert. It is a walled off world. So it makes sense in that. In this, where it's meant to be fun and it's meant to be like a standard platformer, you need to have more stuff in the game. Right. Like you, li it's it's almost literally you gameplay in your game, please. <laughs> it's padding its game time out by just having more distance between you and the next thing. Yeah, that's not a game, <laughs> right? Like, or it's like Death Stranding. Like the the distance is the game. That's right. the point. That right. also capitalizes upon the fact that it's desolate. There's a desert. There's been an apocalypse. You need to get from there to there. That's the point. Right. So you have it's sort of a meditative experience. This is just boring slow it's very 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 slow I, I mean, do you remember game sharks oh god i do i had one 
I, I, I cheated Final Fantasy VII because I couldn't get Knights of the Round. For for anyone listening, this is going to sound odd as fuck. Yeah. Uh, because gaming is all download and streaming now. Yeah, people don't remember the uh, days of Game Shark. Remember Game Genie? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's what it was. The, so the idea was you had a Nintendo, which is the base console, mm-hmm. and then you had a cartridge, which, which had the game information, and you plug it in. <laughs> Everyone knows that. You blow the bottom out of it to magically make it work. Yeah. I, I want to know the science behind that. <laughs> I Somebody came up with it somewhere. But then there were this... Companies would make this intermediary device that you plug the game into another cartridge, but it had a receiving end for the, car- the game cartridge, and then you plug that into the system, yeah. and it would let you access like a sub-file menu to turn cheat codes on. Yeah, or get access to other levels, or to give you like su- some other abilities, or give you access to all the weapons, whatever, or, what, I, yeah, what yeah, have you. Punch, punch in passwords yeah. for stuff. It was, that- it was cheating the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the Game Shark... Was the PS1 version of it. Right. Yeah. Basically, uh, it, it messed with the coding of the game. The there An issue that came out, and I think got fixed into future generations of gaming, was every Game Shark game, or every 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 game had a Game Shark code for move faster. Yeah. Mario, Conquer, Donkey Kong, every single one had a yeah. move double speed, because the games are just slow. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that that was even in like Final Fantasy VII. Like you could actually move twice as fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just there's so much distance to cover to get to like the next floating item. Yeah. <laughs> Please let me move faster. And yeah. I, a lot of people figured out, oh, the, either games need to move faster, Doom. Yeah. Or we need to have more things between our things to make it interesting to play. Yeah. And per- co- Perfect comparison, Doom 3 compared to Doom 2016. Doom 3 is slow as fuck. Right. And then you look at Doom 2016, and they reinvented it, and they just said, no, let's just go back to the old stuff. Make it faster. There yeah. you go. Done. It's fixed. Yeah. Put more put more speed or more stuff. Yeah. You, you, need, you need to either feel like you're at a breakneck pace where you mess one thing up and it's all going to fall apart, yeah. or if you're going to be methodical, there needs to be a lot of things to be methodical about. Yeah. You always need to be doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, with Conquer... There's not a lot of doing anything. <laughs> look up, I mean, it, it, look at just screenshots of the game. Yeah, it it's so barren. <laughs> it's very barren. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in there, and that's why I said like halfway through the game, there's a shift in gameplay. Right, like you get into the vampire stuff, and then you get into the puzzle stuff, and you get into the action stuff, and you get into the matrix stuff, and then that's where the game kind of starts. Mm-hmm. If that was the entire game, perfect, nailed it. Yeah, but because you have that first half, that's so fucking sluggish it derails the entire back half because at that point you're so bored you just don't care anymore yeah for sure yeah, yeah. it took me a while to finish the damn thing because i was just like i just fucking hate playing this <laughs> i really just was not having fun i'm bored yeah i should <laughs> not be bored playing your amazing game about a you know about a swearing squirrel right like rocket raccoon swears in those guardians movies i'd rather play a game involving him you know, there's your that, that could be a perfect mascot yeah. for any of the consoles. You know, Rocket Raccoon gets his own games. Yeah, I'd play I'd, a Rocket I'd, Raccoon. I'd, I'd see that. Yeah, especially if he's is if his setting is like uh, the real world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just randomly wandering yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> I I've been playing um, Goat Simulator. <laughs> nice. It, it was part of uh, PlayStation Plus's that you get two free games a month. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And so Goat Simulator was was the one for Valentine's Day. Weirdly. And I was okay. like, sure. And I downloaded it, and that game's fucking wild. <laughs> Within the first five minutes, I found like a satanic pit of, <laughs> of, of people like praying into a oh, into God. a pentagram. Do they worship you? Uh, 
no, but you can like so the game it's basically a like a skateboarding game in yeah in I've seen I've seen some video footage of it. But you have a tongue mechanic where you can like Blech. link your tongue to people and drag them around, <laughs> and you can very much upset these satanists <laughs> during their like thing. Oh, that's magical. That that's how I got introduced to this game. Um, we, maybe we should do that one eventually. Which that's totally on the docket now. Oh, yeah, goat simulators like that's people having a good time. That's yeah. like e- e- the the fact that there is nothing to it. Yeah, is the game just yeah. fuck around and have a good time? Yeah. But Goat Simulator did spawn a whole series of games about nothing. Oh like, yeah, there's Rock Simulator. You get to sit there and be a rock, but it's clearly just a scam. Oh yeah, that's clearly just a scam that was made by people that just put something on the Steam store and just fuck with the coding of the game. Absolutely, yeah, it's just like there's a bunch of games that have done that on the Steam store where they'll just like they'll use the Unity Unity engine and they'll make a shit game and they'll put it up on the store. Like there was a game that I can't remember what it was called, like Star Crash or something like that. It was a game that was basically a scam using the entire Unity engine, but was done so poorly that it barely ran, it barely played. Yeah. And it was just a complete mess and it was clearly a scam. Yeah. Like the entire development team quit like halfway through. <laughs> yeah. It it was a a lot of those games you have to be careful of. They say it's like, oh, it's, you know, st- uh was it a Steam exclusive? Be wary of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't overpay. Don't overpay. Look up video YouTube videos. Yeah, look up reviews before you do. <laughs> Somebody's And made not it. like a review from like IGN where they're clearly paid to give a good review. I will defend rock simulator in that <laughs> it's funny joke pet rock existed <laughs> because morons exist right yeah <laughs> yeah if, if, <laughs> if you need something to look up look up the very interesting history of pet rock oh fuck <laughs> my, both of my parents owned one uh, i'm so sorry for your parents uh, but i mean if you need a if you need backstory of why they're into culty things <laughs> well yeah there's that <laughs> it was obvious yeah the whole time yeah um, anything else you want to cover on Conquer? No, I think there's really pretty much all we have to talk about because the game is so shallow. Yeah, I feel like we wrung all the shit out of it. There's really nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a mistake talking about this one. There's probably a better game out there to discuss. I mean, likely. Yeah. We'll get around to them. We'll get around to another uh, another really interesting game at some point. Sure. Yeah. Um, Silent, yeah. Silent Hill 2 might be a good one to cover. Ooh. That's a good weird game. Yeah. yeah. It's widely considered to be the best of the Silent Hill franchise. Oh, because then, then we can get into that... Um not non game that did that didn't turn into a uh, another Silent Hill game that oh did. P- PT yeah yeah PT <laughs> yeah I don't think Hideo Kojima clearly understands the Silent Hill universe nah. it, technically the story ends at three you can't really get more beyond that I'll get into that when we do our discussion but yeah uh, you know technically there's supposed to be three and then they did four which is kind of a prequel sidequel story that takes place between the events of two and three okay but um. Yeah, in terms of like story, the game is meant to end at three. But PT? because by that point, Team Silent was no longer working on the franchise. It was all an American developer at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. PT is why we got Death Stranding, though. So it's true. <laughs> true. Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro are both in that game because of PT. Yeah. <laughs> well, Guillermo del Toro, quote unquote, it's his physical appearance, but it's not his voice. Oh, really? It's not his voice. No. Oh. It, Nicholas Winding Refn, the same thing. It's his. It's his appearance, but not his voice. Interesting. Yeah. So any like. Leo Sudo is in that game. That, that is all her. Yeah. Norman Reedus is in the game. That's all him. Yeah. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, all him. All him. Uh, but that's a hard one to fake. You can't fake that. <laughs> He's one. got a very yeah. unique voice. I wish that Mad, Mads Mikkelsen had more presence in that game. He yeah. only shows up in like the war sequences and then the tail end of the game. Kind of yeah. a shame. It, it, that that's one of the like 
We already did that episode. Yeah, we, we <laughs> we've covered that. We've covered that. But yeah, I I still think that Death Stranding it's has a little has waned a little bit in my opinion, but it it's still it's still worth your time. Uh, if if for anything, it's gorgeous. Oh fuck, it's gorgeous. And it, that's <laughs> not that does not look like America. That looks like the Highlands of Scotland. Oh yeah, that's Scotland. That's yeah. not America. <laughs> You don't have those kind of rock formations in America. Oh God, no! That's totally that's totally volcanic uh, uh, rock in uh, Scotland. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it it had a visual palette. It was going. It looked good. It crushed it. it. Looked good. Actually, uh, going back to a previous conversation on another podcast, mm. the whole um, like grayed out Suicide Squad aesthetic that's like kind of gross. The three shades of concrete. Yeah, Death Stranding kills that. Yeah, yeah, you're that's, true. That's an but example that's because, of it doing well. Yeah, that's because that's the aesthetic of the game is that it's meant to be the apocalypse. Right. It's the end. Yeah, that, yeah, just... Yeah, it starts out gray, and then by the end, the light comes through. Yeah. There, there you go, you ascend to the light. <laughs> yeah, there, it works. There's that's metaphors how you, in this game. That's how you make it work. That's how you <laughs> make metaphor work, Zack Snyder. There's no metaphor in Conquer. Nope, nothing in Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> So bury this game in a in a vault and leave it there, like ET it's, for it's, the Nintendo. It's that thing that happened, and we don't talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, it's part of our history. It just didn't add much to it. Yeah, don't need to talk about it anymore. Besides, in my life, yes, <laughs> where it almost ruined me. Yeah. So, no, not sure what the next game will be. You'll find out. We'll find out. So that's all I got. Same. Same. All right. So with that, good night.